if I won 10 million tomorrow, the first thing I will do is sit down, thank God, and meditate. I'll take the time to just take in the amount that I've just won. I'll probably look at my account maybe 10 or 20 times just to check that it's real and check that the money is actually there. Welcome to the Two Pens Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Esther. Each week, I'll be discussing and sharing my two pens on various topics. Don't miss out. Welcome back to the Two Pens Podcast. Today is a special episode recommended by one of you, the listener. Maxine, if you're listening, this episode is dedicated to you. This week's episode is a Q&A all about getting to know yours truly, me. I've had some questions sent through and I'm going to give you my two pence on who I am. Before we get into it, here's some basic background information. My name is Tina Esther, as you already know. I am an Aquarius and I'm a lover of love. I am into tech as well as self-taught graphic design. My friends love to label me a relationship guru and honestly, I don't even know where that comes from. So let's get into it. Question number one, what do people misunderstand about you the most? Ooh, this one is quite hard, actually. Actually, it's not hard. People tend to underestimate me. They see a pretty face and they think that's all to me when Really and truly, there is more to me than just that. If you actually get to know me, you probably will like my personality, my heart, or maybe even, you might even find me, I don't know, maybe a little bit smart. (laughs) Then I would say the second thing that people misunderstand about me is I think that they find me intimidating. I don't think I'm intimidating at all, but I feel like first impressions, just by looking at me as a whole, they find me quite intimidating. And when I'm in public places, I may not be as inviting. But if you actually do like take a moment to actually come and talk to me, you'll find that I'm actually a nice person, very warm and welcoming. Question number two, what was your favourite subject in school? My favourite subject in school was IT. Information Technology, I-C-T, Information Computing Technology, I think it was, I think that's what it stands for, but I just used to love it, I aced it, I got all A's, all distinctions, that was my favourite subject, it was so easy to me. Number three, if you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be? Hmm, honestly, if I could be remembered for one thing, I would like to be remembered for changing the course of people's lives. Like this is a dream of mine and I will fulfill it in this lifetime. Changing the course of at least one person's life. Being able to change the direction of where someone's life was going. Empower someone. Make someone feel as though that your help, your words helped me get through something I was going through. That would really, 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 really be important for me because I've gone through my own shared experiences of like mental health depression to be precise I didn't particularly have anyone to help me out of that 
I had to pick myself up, put myself back together. And it wasn't as easy coming to the realization that I didn't have no one around to help me through that. I would like for my words to be that for someone else. Number four, what was your favorite trip you've ever taken? Oh, this is easy. My favorite trip that I ever took was in 2015, September. I went to Dubai with a close friend of mine at the time and her friends for her birthday. She had some friends already out there in Dubai. They threw her a private yacht party, got a DJ and it was at night. We really got to see Dubai as we were sailing around in the yacht. It was amazing. The sky was dark, but that's when you see the true beauty of Dubai because it just lights up. The music was thumping. The yacht was kind of fast as well. So it was just a vibe. Like it was honestly just a vibe. I enjoyed myself. That's my favorite time. Anyone that speaks to me would have probably heard about that story. We did a lot of activities on that trip. We got to go to a water park, which I thoroughly enjoyed. And I'll definitely do that again if I was to go to buy. We also did the safari. (laughs) Just a funny story. We were on the quad bikes and that close friend of mine, she, I don't even know what happened, but she literally somersaulted on her quad bike. And at the time it wasn't funny because I was so concerned for her and I just wanted to check that she was okay. Like... (laughs) she was okay but the way she flew off that quad bike mate after she was okay you best believe I was laughing I was definitely laughing number five what's the best compliment you've ever gotten the best compliment that I've ever gotten would have to be that I have a good heart That trumps any compliments that I've ever received because who you are on the inside is more important than your outer appearance. Beauty fades and that's your true self. Number six, are you an introvert or an extrovert? Oh, I would like to say I'm an extroverted introvert. And the reason why I say this is I'm actually a people's person. I find it easy to go out and make friends. I could probably go somewhere by myself and end up making at least two or three friends or maybe even one. But then I would say I'm an introvert because I really value being by myself, like having my own time. Pretty much a homebody. I spend most of my time at home. I do go out every so often. And when I do go out, I like to have fun and be a life of the party. But I love my house. (laughs) Number seven, what's your favourite childhood memory? Ooh, what's my favourite childhood memory? Guys, I, I was a tomboy when I was a child, you know. This may be absolutely crazy to believe, but I was a tomboy. I never wore skirts. I was always in trousers. I was very rough. And my knees are the evidence to that because I've got so much cuts on my knees that I regret now as an adult who is very feminine. But at the time, I played a lot of sports and I did a lot of boisterous stuff. My favourite childhood memory would have to be how when my mother 
would go to work and I was home with my sibling and those days they would lock you in the house. I used to climb out of the window, sneak out of the house and be on the roof and climb down because we used to live in a flat at that time. <laughs> One day I was sneaking out as a young child and my mother caught me and she, she screamed. As an African, Nigerian, Ibo woman, she screamed and shouted, what are you doing? Are you a boy? Are you a boy? What type of child are you? I don't know why, but I just used to find it funny. And I used to do other naughty things like knock on people's door and throw eggs and milk at them. As an adult, I know it was inappropriate, but at that time, I just found it so fun and funny. <laughs> I'm so naughty. I used to steal my mum's eggs, throw eggs outside the window at people and duck down. <sighs> I can imagine how many people I really gave them a bad day. Sorry, if you're listening and you're one of those people out there that I threw an egg at as a young child, I'm sorry, I apologise. <laughs> Number eight, if you won 10 million tomorrow, what would you spend it on? <laughs> if I won 10 million tomorrow, the first thing I will do is sit down, thank God, and meditate. I'll take the time to just take in the amount that I've just won. I'll probably look at my account maybe 10 or 20 times just to check that it's real and check that the money is actually there. Then I probably will start coming up with plans on how to duplicate that money before I actually do a big ticketed purchase. Like before I actually spend it, I would want to make sure I have things in place, like maybe investing in real estate, investing in a couple of projects that I'm actually working on now just things that will help to bring back residual income so that I'm consistently receiving money as I begin to spend that will be my plan and I will definitely definitely get myself a financial advisor so that's the first thing I'll do then as money starts to come in I'll buy my dream house I will buy my dream car oh guys I would travel and enjoy myself. But yeah, that's what I would do. Number nine, if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Hmm. Well, as you know, well, if you don't know, I'm a Nigerian, Ibo to be precise. But if I had to choose one meal, it would be yam and egg. I don't know, guys. I just love yam and egg sauce. I love it. I just love it so that's what it would be for the rest of my life and I don't think I'll get tired maybe with a little butter on the side to soften and make that yam a little bit more buttery but it would be yam and egg for me number 10 what's your favorite color and what does it say about you my favorite colors is white and black well I think it pretty much says that I'm simple <laughs> I don't like confusion I just just a simple human being I like the easy option the simple option which is black and white that's what it says about me that I like the simple option I don't like stress that's all it says about me I would say in my personal opinion 
Number 11, what are the three books you would recommend to your audience and why? The three books that I would recommend to my audience would be number one, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It's a book about how the mind works. It's a book very dear to my heart because when I was going through depression, that book literally helped to change the narrative and my mindset. It tells you about how the mind works, how the mind is a powerful tool. And if you don't take control over your mind by watching your thoughts, then thoughts will be in control of you. And the mind itself is a very negative place. If you watch your thoughts, you'll realize that most of the thoughts that you receive are negative thoughts or doubting thoughts. So yeah, that book really helped me get out of where I was at that point. And I think that anybody who is going through anything, it's a good starting place. Then I would say the next book would have to be The Personal MBA. If you're anyone who's trying to get into business and you want to learn the basic fundamentals of business, The Personal MBA is a great book to start off with. Written by Josh Kalferman. The third book would be The Alchemist by Paulo Cacheo. Excuse me if I've pronounced it wrong, but that book in itself is a nice adventurous story with a deeper meaning about life and believing in your destiny and your purpose. It's, it's, it's just a lovely book. I feel like I need to read it again. And it's a good book that you could buy for an adult, for a child, for a teenager, wherever you are in your life. It's just a good book to read. Number 12, if you could go back and give your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Hmm, my 18-year-old self. What was I doing at 18? I would tell myself, my 18-year-old self, that I should look deeper in myself. I am more capable and I have more potential than I actually know. Also, maybe look at the people around you, really look at the people around you, and don't be too naive. Number 13, if you had a superpower, what superpower would it be and why? Ooh, ooh, I think, yeah, my superpower, ooh, this one's a hard one. I'm actually thinking, I have a couple that I would want. It would have to be super intelligence. Just knowing things, knowing how to do things, that would help me in any decision making or obtaining anything that I want. Along with my abilities and qualities that I already have now, I feel like that would suit me best. Having that super intelligence. Number 14, what is your favourite all-time movie? My favourite all-time movie has to be Inside Man or Catch Me If You Can. And the reason why is I really like super thieves, those people who are super intelligent and know how to outsmart people and they're one step ahead just watching how their mind works and how they form plans and how strategic they are is what interests me the most. 
and how they get away with these criminal acts. Not that I'm a criminal or I'm trying to like rob a bank or anything, but I just enjoy it. I enjoy watching it. Last but not least, number 15, where can listeners find you online? Well, on Instagram, if you'd like to follow me, it's Tina dot as in full stop Esther. And then also you can also find me at two pence podcast on Instagram. Now it's time for the two pence game, but because I'm doing it by myself and I don't have a co-host, I will be just doing it with Siri. How it works is that it's a little game of heads and tails. Siri will decide whether it's heads or tails. Heads, I have to answer one juicy truth question. Tells, I have to answer five would you rather questions. Just in case you're curious, I would prefer heads. I would prefer to just answer one question, to be honest. That being said, hey Siri, heads or tells? It's heads. Yay, I got what I want. Siri gave me what I want. So, my heads question is. You're in the middle of a sexual act about to climax when your partner starts farting and it stinks. What do you do? I don't play these types of games. <laughs> I don't play these types of games. If I'm middle of a sexual act, that's like an off put for me. So for me, I will climb off and I will literally have to go and get that air freshener and spray him and spray his bum, spray the area everything we'll let everything calm down until we get back at it because mm -mm. me i will not be perceiving foreign smells whilst i'm trying to you know that wraps up this week's episode i'm your host tina esther and this was a special episode to let you know a little bit more about who i am thank you for listening and i'll see you soon I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe for more. And don't forget to give us some stars. If you'd like to continue on the conversation, head over to our Instagram at Two Pence Podcast to give your two pence on today's show. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week.